As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now, for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com. danasbeats.com. No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my, uh, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department, because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if in fact, it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. What? Exactly. But there has been. There, I mean, we literally, this was a headline yesterday. I have it as a headline today. But there has been. The problem is that apparently Biden is telling the White House is their uh, projection or their messaging, their, 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 what they were, I, I guess the initial thing that they put down was that this is going to, CDC, you guys get to decide it. Have fun. We're out. Oh, this is so dumb. Welcome to the show. It's Thursday. Thank the heavens. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon. So to get into, I, I mean, I know, because I've had a number of you ask, so what does that mean? Well, apparently you don't have to wear any of that stuff on the flights anymore. So that's a good thing. But at the same time, some for some reason, according to the New York Times this morning, the Justice Department is going to appeal to reinstate it. This is I'm OK with them doing this because I want them to hurt themselves as much as possible going into midterms. But at the same time. Do you realize how frustrating it is to watch people step all over themselves, even if you disagree with them? Do you realize how frustrating it is? The CDC ruled that the mandate was necessary, but the appeal risks creating a precedent that could permanently constrain the energy because uh, Xavier Becerra is a moron. He's now so just so you know, so the the guy leading this uh, for Biden is Xavier Becerra. He was the former attorney general for California. And I bring that up because he is not a medical professional. And he's head of HHS and Becerra has been pushing on the DOJ. Becerra should have been in DOJ, but they somehow made him health and human services secretary. It's bizarre. The whole thing, how they have this all set up is bizarre. So he was AG of California. This is where you get like all the screwed up because the HHS is involved in this. So now you have the Biden administration. They're going to, they appeal to a federal court already. 
striking down this mandate. They said that it's necessary to protect because CDC works, works with HHS. But Sarah is not a medical professional. And I'm just trying to figure out what? (laughs) He's the, and he's been in his job for like a year now. I, I don't know. He said, he said yesterday that yes, most likely there will be an appeal of this mandate and all kinds of stuff. By the way, he, just so you know, He also has been in the past supportive of taxpayer-funded gender reassignment surgery. Yeah. He was AG of California, and the reason, just to go back to that, the reason I bring that up, because you can look at his record at how bad he was when he was AG of California. Uh, When he was there, California, he was was one of the loudest about gun control, for instance, but yet California was at the very bottom of the list where it concerned federal prosecutions for, I mean, you're talking like, like serious serious offenders and they were at the bottom of the of the ladder for that and that's on Becerra he was top cop he was followed by uh Kamala Harris in that role so Becerra or sorry no he followed Harris excuse I got it backwards he followed Harris uh in that role so for they're going to they're gonna they're gonna fight this which is the dumbest thing ever there but really this is not so much and and the New York Times kind of touches on this, which I thought was actually, I mean, I was reading the article and I went, hmm, because the New York Times notes in the piece that this is seemingly more about preserving their precedent for expanding power than health. Because if, a, if an appeal like this is allowed to, if, I mean, if they end up getting smacked down again, that's going to really put them in their place with this stuff in the future. And I just thought that was really fascinating. So the New York Times, they said that they're going to challenge this. And this comes even though hospitalizations and deaths, even though they talked about the BA2 subvariant, it's endemic. They don't actually say it in the piece, but they, they do everything but say it in the piece. And so, yeah, this is literally the quote that they have from uh, Lawrence Augustin. They cite him as an expert in public health law at Georgetown University. And he says, quote, and this is how they're going to spin it. This sets up a clash between public health and conservative judiciary. And what's riding on it is the future ability of our nation's public health agencies to protect the American public. The risk, it's like, it's like Bain wrote this, the risk is that you will get a conservative 11th Circuit Court ruling and that it will curtail the CDC's powers to fight COVID and future pandemics that makes all Americans less safe and secure gain. That's what this is about. You don't even need to read the whole article. That's the graph that's in the middle of the story. They buried it. That should be the lead. CDC fights to keep expanded powers. That's the real heart of the matter here. And... This is this is why this this is why they're doing this. Notice how whenever the, and I said this yesterday and I'm going to say it again today. Notice how whenever they were criticizing the uh, summary judgment from Judge Catherine Kimball Mazel, 59 pages, they never ever nobody ever at all took issue with the merits of the case. All they did was complain that she was a 35 year old judge. Not a single one of them 
at all. Go back and look. Look at every headline you've seen on this. Not a single one of them took issue with her premise, which was absolutely true, that the CDC lacked the statutory authority to enforce that people, how people travel, citizens travel through the country, and, and in what manner in terms of face coverings. It is wild. I think this is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen in my ever-loving life. I cannot believe they're doing this. What did I tell you guys yesterday? There's no, are they really going to do this this close to midterms? Yeah, they're dumb enough. Now, have you seen, it hasn't gotten a lot of traction. Let me go to my notes here. Because I saw a story this morning, and they were, I didn't look, look at the sample size. I didn't really have to. It was, they said it was like 500 people, under 500 people that they surveyed. They were rushing to get something out. They were trying to say the majority of Americans actually support the mask mandate. on pla- No, they don't. No, they don't. They, I'd bet you my bottle of moonshine they don't. They absolutely do not. Yeah, here it was. There was a piece that was being pushed by the Atlantic or some people with the Atlantic, and they were saying that this is, uh, uh, the people are supporting, people actually support the mandates. They Nobody does. They don't want them back, especially because airplanes apparently are, they have like the best air systems ever. So sidebar, on that note, does that mean I can actually turn on the little spigot above the seat and have the air? You know, because sometimes it gets hot on the plane. But I haven't wanted to do that before because if I can smell someone's breath on the plane, do you have, have you ever gotten on a plane and you can almost smell the bad breath? It makes me want to vomit. I've never wanted to turn that spigot on because I'm like, I don't want more of that up on my seat. You see what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like I need, we need studies on the little air spigot. I always wipe it off before I touch it. That's a whole other issue. I've been doing that for 10 years. It's, it's crazy. So we're going we're gonna to follow this as this develops because I, I just am shocked. And the CDC, here's the other thing. They apparently were unaware that the White House was going to let them kind of take lead on this. Biden just literally gave up. He was just like, I'm done, whatever. He, I mean, he said that first that people can decide whether or not they want to mask. And then Jen Psaki and her presser, and that was, he was getting on a, what was he, getting on a plane somewhere and they, people were asking him questions and he's like, let the people decide. Or people can decide if they want to wear a mask. Then, then Jen Psaki, later on at the press avail, said, well, public health experts should decide. And then Xavier Becerra, Secretary of HHS, said, we're going to appeal that court ruling, striking down that mandate. And then the DOJ said that, well, if the CDC believes that it's in the public's best interest to keep the mandate in place, then we'll appeal it also. We'll, we'll join with HHS. And apparently, according to MSN, uh, Rochelle Walensky over at CDC had no idea what was going on. Here's the headline from, I know, it's, it's, it's from Bloomberg originally, but it's MSN. Biden team waivers on fight over masks after court setback. Yeah, they said that the uh, Justice Department was going to appeal to the ruling, but they said only if the, the CDC concludes this. And the CDC's going, what? See, it's funny because they, it's like the, the Biden administration wants them to keep their power. They were, they were using them as a proxy to expand their powers. The administration was using the CDC as a proxy, and they were trying to justify it by saying it was about your health when it really isn't. And they decided not to bring the CDC in and all of this, all of these machinations. 
So now here's, this is why we're in this position. These people are the worst damn strategists ever. I kind of have to stop and scratch my head and think how in the world were they, how were any of these people, it was Hillary's people at the time, but still, how were they able, how were they able to do all of that in 2016 with FISA? How, it was Joe Biden, and I was talking to a friend of mine about this, how in the world, they are the dopiest people in ever, that has ever been in the White House. They are dopey. Let's be real. They're dopey. I mean, with Hunter Biden, literally. But is that kind of a front? George W. Bush, everyone said that he was dumb. And I saw him speak at some fundraiser event that I was invited to. And he was a, and I'm not a fan of everything he's done. He was a fantastic speaker. He, it was like he was a performer. You didn't see that in the press, not what the press wanted to show you. They wanted to say that he was stupid. And I think that he hid behind that stereotype so he could get stuff done. I think that Joe Biden, they hide behind the dopey, confused pawpaw stereotype to get stuff done. Although I do think that he's super confused. So also, I sent out a piece last night to salt or not salt the earth, Disney versus DeSantis. There's a lot of discussion on the right as to how far Florida should go with, uh, for instance, stripping Disney of their privileged tax and self-governing status. Some on the right are cautioning their fellow conservatives to not go for vengeance. I actually think that this isn't about revenge. I think it's about a reckoning, which are two different things. We're going to discuss that here coming up. Also, CNN Plus, guys, I know you're so sad about this one. CNN Plus. Warner Brothers slash Discovery, they're shutting it down. LOL. We got that. Apparently, Russia, they, you know how they were bragging about how we're going to send these mercenaries. We're going to send 800 mercenaries. Oh, sure, they're, they're murderers. They're crazy mercenaries. They all got kicked. They all got, most of them were killed. No joke. I'm not even, I'm not even exaggerating. We got all of that and so much more. Uh, and uh, we have uh, some today in history as well. There's nothing like seeing your yard come to life in the spring. There's just one catch. Uh, You need plants first. And we all know what a hassle that can be. Now FastGrowingTrees.com has you covered. FastGrowingTrees.com is the world's largest online nursery with expertise, care, and selection that you won't find anywhere else. Whether you're looking for that one perfect plant or ready to design your whole landscape, FastGrowingTrees.com has the expertise to make it easy. One of the highlights is there's no waiting in lines or messy cars from hauling your plants all over town. They make it so easy. You can order online or just by phone and your plants are shipped right to your door in one to two days. Their growing and care advice is available 24-7 and another personal favorite is their 30-day alive and thrive guarantee so you can trust everything is going to be healthy for years to come. FastGrowingTrees.com is my first stop for spring planting so visit FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana right now and you'll get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com slash Dana. Grow your dream yard with FastGrowingTrees.com Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. <laughs> oh boy, I have a couple. I have a. Why are they doing all these obvious studies? So I had one yesterday about diabetes and how if you know you eat healthy and lose weight, you'll be healthier. Duh. That's kind. Of, I had another one too that said that uh, exercise actually. Uh, makes your brain, keeps your brain health longer. Kane, did you know that? And it's heart healthy too. Did you know that's an actual news headline? 
What is up with this? So this is a, a report of apparently large, this is Newsweek, uh, a one very large food processing plant blew up in eastern Oregon. Seven people were injured. And apparently it's like one of a couple, one of a few that have, have had issues or have had explosions or fires in the past few days. This one was in, it, this is Shearer's Food in eastern Oregon. And there were a couple of other food. Pro- I'm just, look, I'm not saying tinfoil hat. Get it out, Kane. Get out the tinfoil hat. You want me to tell you? I think this is all coordinated, too. I think there's a lot of coordination with avian flu. Remember with the chicken stuff? They're all trying to kill us, dude. It's like, yeah, they're trying to cripple Mm. people and make them dependent on government. That's literally it. And uh, I can't believe this. A man inhaled a drill bit while at the dentist in Kenosha, Wisconsin. A routine trip to the dentist. 60-year-old Tom Josie said he was getting a tooth filled. And then he was told he swallowed a tool. He said, all I felt was a cough. I didn't even feel it going down. They did a CT and they said, you didn't swallow it. You inhaled it. Uh, they said that it was so deep that normal scopes couldn't reach it and he was told that if it couldn't be taken out part of his lung would have to be removed and so they were able to finally find a medical team to navigate the airways and get it out without harming him oh my gosh isn't there a net you can put in there or something I'm just saying stick with us Life is too short to spend mornings getting ready for work in boring clothes that you don't want to wear. Face it, your closet's full of business clothes that you're never going to wear again because informal is the new normal. So embrace the cozy with new Tommy John loungewear. And when you start your day in Tommy John's stylish joggers, their sweatshirts, their leggings, their pajama sets, you're just that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Micromodal fabrics and extended inseams give you four-way stretch and limitless flexibility so you look good and you feel good all day long. Tommy John underwear moves with you thanks to the breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric that has four times the stretch of competing brands. And with over 17 million pairs sold, Tommy John does doesn't have customers, they have fanatics. And with Tommy John, returns and exchanges are free. With Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. It's Tommy John's anniversary month. So whether you're trying them for the first time or a longtime fan, get 25% off site-wide right now at TommyJohn.com slash Dana. Help celebrate with 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Dana. That's TommyJohn.com slash Dana. See site for details. When you're stuck discussing politics with your friends, who's the most informed person in the group? Yep, you are. You're welcome. Listen, follow, subscribe. The Dana Show. If people want to stay safe, the best thing they can do, high-quality masks, and that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, but if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with cancer at home. Will you please do me a favor? Having the people at least closest to you in that row, protecting yourself and them, can be the best safety. So carry some extra masks with you. Carry some rapid tests with you. Oh, man. I'm. That's a what's her face? Some doctor on uh, MSNBC, the cable network that didn't just shut down their plus version. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here. I'd be like, why the hell are you on this plane? Why are you on the plane then? Why? Why are you on the plane? Why don't you believe in your own mask? Exactly. I mean, I... Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, well, if you're wearing a mask, then 
What does it matter if I wear one or not? You got your mask on. Either you believe in the the performance of your mask or you do not. Isn't that such a, that's such a, just a trick, man. My mask doesn't work unless your mask is on. My seatbelt doesn't work unless you have your seatbelt. My eyeglasses don't work unless you're wearing eyeglasses. I mean, it's the same. (laughs) That's what it is. I can't taste this food unless you eat it too. (laughs) This is who these people are. Science. In a way, it sort of feels like I guess is is this is what is this what the days of yore in medieval times was like, where you had these skexy type creatures running around with their fake science. We've got to bleed the disease out of him. That's <laughs> get the leeches. Carry extra mask on planes. What would you do if someone said, "I have an elderly. I need you to wear this mask." I literally would be like, "Why are you on the plane?" Then you might want to move seats because I'm not wearing it. I would say unless you have 10 masks in there, I don't think me wearing nine masks will work. Try wearing a pillow over your face. Do you want me to hold it? <laughs> I, and then I see some people like, well, you know, out of, you know, you should just you should just do this and help out of the kindness of your heart. The kindness of your heart. What about the kindness in their heart? Why don't they have ever are why are they never expected to have the kindness in their heart to not force people to do unscientific virtue signaling tributes? Because that's exactly what this is. It's their own little passion play. That's exactly what this is. Why is it never expected of them? You're the mean one because you won't acquiesce. It's never them. Why don't, why don't you, you know what? I heard that uh, if you lean over all the way, then it'll make the plane go that way. It's like, you know, as unscientific as that. I don't know. I could come up with a million analogies. I'm just frustrated. It's emotional blackmail. That's what these people try to do. I would totally lie in response. Okay, can I give you... I'm going to tell you a story. This actually happened. So we were coming back from Los Angeles. I had business to do out there, and that was about... This is probably about 10 years ago. And it was spring, so of course I had a wonderful, crazy, horrible case of sinusitis. And I had to take this antibiotic with food, or it made me vomity sick. And I had to take it in the evening. It was an evening flight. And flying back to our home in St. Louis. We lived in St. Louis at the time. And I needed to eat some kind of like snack. Something. And we're sitting next to this chick. Who immediately came in. She had the window seat. I was in the middle. My husband had the aisle. And I don't like not being in control of like viewing or the aisle. So this was hell on earth for me. And... She was very fastidious. Like when she immediately got in there, I mean, she was, I, I, I mean, I thought I was bad. And I could tell she was just, I wasn't being judgmental, but you know, how you, you know, let's be honest. Everyone's like, I'm not judgmental. Yes, you are. We all are. Stop. I could tell immediately. So we're in this aisle and I, it was six o'clock. I needed to take my antibiotic. So I pulled out a little bag of trail mix and I pulled out my medicine and then I heard, <laughs> I don't respond to that. If I hear someone doing that as a way to get my attention, I will purposefully ignore, ignore you out of spite because it's stupid. Have the balls to say, excuse me. 
I'll teach you a lesson. I am. I will do that. I don't care. You know what? I, I sometimes I'm the pettiest person in the world. I just can't deal with it. Just, just say, excuse me. So for like 60 seconds, I did not even nothing. Got out my little trail mix bag. And then she finally tapped me on the arm because apparently the phrase, excuse me, was not known. It was not part of her lexicon. And I looked at her and she goes, I'm so sorry. Are there nuts in there? And I was like, yeah. Oh, I have a nut allergy. Can you not eat that? And I looked at her and I go, I have a not taking my medicine allergy. And I have a not taking my medicine allergy on a full stomach particularly. I said, are you okay with getting vomited on? I literally said this. I go, I'll puke on you. Are you okay with this? And she looked at me like she did not believe me. And I held up my medicine. I said, I have to eat with this. This is all I got. This is how we're doing this. I go, there are nuts all over. Because I literally got... You know what they hand out? You can buy, you can get little nut bags from the uh, airline, from the flight attendants. And I was like, you better go tell everyone on the plane that you can't. No one should open their, their stuff. But I told her, I said, look, I got to eat this. You're more than welcome to move to a different seat. So she did. But I'm, I mean, and you could be like, Dana, you should have co- accommodated. You should have been a nicer person. You know what? She could have moved to. Whose illness is going to take precedent? I see people who go, I have a nut allergy, and then they'll eat. I've seen, I don't know. Also, if your nut allergy is so bad that you're on a plane with a person sitting next to you, that, I don't know. It's just weird to me. I don't do all of that stuff. So, and I had to, I legit, and I found out the wrong way, what happens if you don't eat with your medicine when you're supposed to. But I was not going to be like, I'm going to get sicker just for you. No, I'm sorry. You can go and move to a different seat. There's empty seats here. Is that ignorant? Because I don't care. I don't care if anybody thinks it's ignorant or not. I just, I'm, it's always incumbent upon the people who have no awareness or, or the people who are responding to people who have no awareness. Like with this, I had a friend who was saying, well, if there was an elderly person, you know, if they had an elderly person sitting at home and they said, and they asked me very nicely, I would out of kindness do it. I'm like, I'm not going to wear a face mask for three hours or two hours or one hour especially because it's just virtue signaling. It doesn't do a damn thing. I am not going to aid in your neurosis. I wouldn't expect you to aid in mine. Do I get to wipe your face off with a Clorox wipe? Because that would help me mentally. I mean, but I'm not doing that to you, so stop. (sighs) Is that petty? I don't feel like it is, Kane. What would you do if you were sitting on a plane and someone's like... And someone said not to eat nuts because Mm -hmm. they have the allergy? Yeah. I'd say, well, I'm not spitting it in your mouth if that's what you're <laughs> suggesting. So, <laughs> thanks for talking. I just, I don't, I, I haven't seen a lot of people wearing masks. I Now, if, if I see somebody on a plane wearing a mask, I don't, I mean, so? I don't care. And if you're so worried about people at home, as it relates to this mask mandate, that you feel like you still can't go out in public with unless everyone else wears one, then keep your ass at home. Don't go out in public. Don't endanger your grandma's life by going out in public. Stay home. I'm not doing this. This gets into my other point. And I'm going to talk about this coming up uh, next hour, too. The whole thing with Florida. I had this piece where it was, I called it, to salt or not salt the earth, Disney versus DeSantis. Because parents had victory in Florida, and now Florida is voting to strip Disney of its, its tax and self-governing status. They said DeSantis strikes first blood in culture war win as panicked media giant considers bringing back Bob Iger to study the ship. 
Disney is facing a reckoning. And there were some friends of mine who were saying, look, okay, the legislature there pushed through a sensible education bill. They stared down Disney's ridiculous, hysterical criticisms. They fought, they won. There's no need for them to salt the earth, take revenge, or make Florida policies worse. My friend Kurt Schlichter said, yeah, there's every reason to salt the earth to demonstrate that you don't screw with us because we keep getting screwed with and we're tired of it. Use your power against us. We'll use our power back against you. See, here's the thing. Corporations need to understand that there are risks to, you know, bending the knee to activists at the, you know, at, 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 at this, at, while sacrificing parental sovereignty and safety of kids at the altar of of political correctness. They need to know this. I agree with my friends who were like, yeah, you know, salt the earth. Because Disney has been woke for a long time. And this latest push, this went beyond advocacy, guys, within the scope of their own business. This is a corporation that actually believed it had more of a right to influence Florida's children than the actual parents of said children. Its executives, its heir, and even the damn CEO smeared parents who simply wanted the right to know of and consent to sexual education in elementary schools. They were called, they, people, they were smeared as wanting to murder gay people. Celebrities, politicians, all, Disney executives were saying that these parents in this fight, they're murdering gay people. Gay people can't even exist. You can't even say gay in Florida. That's inexcusable. It is absolutely inexcusable. And Disney sat there and they allowed it to happen. They went along with it. The only way to stop bullies is to put a bully in their place. So yes, you salt the earth. Now I would be more sympathetic to these calls for caution from conservatives if, from some of these conservatives, if they had a hit, if, if, Conservatives as a whole had this history of waging these scorched earth campaigns on everybody and on every single industry that's ever targeted us because of petty political partisanship. But we don't do that. If anything, too many on our side have been meek. They think that if we're overly nice and we excuse leftist bad behavior, that the left will be persuaded to vote Republican because, you know, of all the kindness. When has that ever worked? It's rhetorical. And opposition to taking a hard line like DeSantis is doing, too many times these people think that to stand strong, you got to be a jack wagon. And DeSantis is not being a jack wagon. He's simply standing strong. You don't have to be a jerk just to take a stand. And as it relates to Disney, they've had numerous exemptions for their entire empire over the years. Outright tax exemption. I'm not even talking tax credits. I'm talking outright exemption, not having to pay certain taxes. Free reign when it comes to building codes and zoning. These are favors that normal businesses, small businesses, could never, ever hope to secure. But Disney chose to rock the boat because it was Disney and not conservatives who chose themselves to salt the earth with a heinous campaign that was structured to portray all parents as these craven ideologues murdering gays in their beds at night. Celebrities said this. This was all Disney's doing. So this isn't, it's not unfair. It's actually fair. It's making Disney play fairly. 
So parents don't need to be harangued by Disney. The company and and th- their parents, they made them through general patronage. Generational patronage. But see, here's the thing. What have I always said? The most dangerous place in the world is between a mother or father and their child. And Disney made the mistake of getting in that space. So now, this is what it is. Salt the earth. Because bullies need to be put in their place. Small business owners, have you ever stressed about navigating through HR compliance? Have you ever been confused on how to handle a situation with an employee or wanted to implement a better company culture? The bad news is that one complaint against your company can turn your world upside down. The good news is that Bambi is an HR platform for small business owners to implement good HR practices. Built for businesses like yours, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, your workplace training, and your employee feedback. And then your U.S.-based dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, or real-time chat. An in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. Visit Bambi.com slash Dana Show today for your free HR audit spelled b-a-m-b-e-e dot com slash dana show that's bambi.com slash dana show you run your business let bambi run your hr bambi.com slash dana show red meat black coffee truth telling the dana show make sure you sign up for my newsletter over at substack chapter and verse make sure you read all of the information about your accounts too and uh, you can also follow me over on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere. So today in history, did you know, I can't believe it was today in, in uh, 1989, on this very day, that over 100,000 Chinese students began gathering in Tiananmen Square to protest. And we all know how that turned out. And now look where China is. 1989. I was in sixth grade. Crazy. I remember watching. I knew something big was going down. It was all over the evening news. And then, of course, today is also San Jacinto Day. Battle of San Jacinto back in 1836. The final battle wherein the Texians won their independence from Mexico. And huge there's a lot of there's a lot of texas pride in all those texas events i've noticed that since moving here since from in 2013 yeah and and they reenact this every year on the side of the battle which is really cool but um yeah san jacinto day on this day 1836 battle of san jacinto and uh they yeah they have the annual festival and all kinds of stuff that they uh that takes place this is a nice time of the year to do it very interesting how both of those two occurrences fall on April 21st, isn't it? Two of those, the, the stand against expanding tyranny in China and the battle for Texas's independence from Mexico. Here. Pretty wild. That was also the final battle of the Texas Revolution too, by the way. Interesting. History is littered with stands successful and unsuccessful. So coming up in the second hour, 
We got some border issues. 60% of Americans are very concerned about illegal immigration. This is a very interesting uh, survey from Gallup. We'll talk about that on the way. Uh, We got to laugh about CNN Plus a little bit. Also, Elon Musk apparently has commitments worth over $46 billion for for, uh, his proposed Twitter bid. And he's exploring whether to launch a hostile takeover, according to new documents that have been filed with the SEC. We're going to look at that. Sabato's crystal ball says Republicans are now favored to take the Senate. New analysis out. We'll break that down for you as well. We got some stuff on education. We'll laugh at the complete unpreparedness of the Russian military. And we got a lot more. Don't go anywhere. Second hour of The Dana Show is on the way. As you age, the fatigue and failing endurance you feel can't be fixed with more and more caffeine. So introducing a new way to start your day, Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that can give you the energy that you need and are good for you. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, or candy for a quick pick-me-up. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. Because Super Beats Heart Chews' unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promotes heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure, as part of a healthy lifestyle. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beats Heart Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Now for my listeners only, you can get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's danasbeats.com. Get up to 45% off plus free shipping at danasbeats.com. That's danasbeats.com, danasbeats.com. Don't parents have a right to have concern? I mean, we're talking specifically here about teaching about sex in kindergarten through third grade. I have to say, as a parent, I would have problems with that. But the law is not about teaching sex education. It's about teaching about gender identity. And so what, what do you do if a parent or a kid, should I say a kid in one of these elementary schools, says, what about Sally? Sally has two moms. Or I'm not sure if I'm a girl or a boy. I mean, these are kids who are experiencing, um, you know, these moments in their lives. I also think that these are not, there's not a big record of there being either sex education or extensive gender identity education in these schools. And this is creating a problem or a political cudgel about an issue that I don't think exists. Hmm. Except it does. Yeah, why are you against it? It doesn't exist, but we're against it. I mean, it doesn't exist, but we're so against it. And you people are killing gays. And you're probably Hitler. But it doesn't exist. Yeah, okay, stop. I'm just so done. Uh, Welcome back to the show. I'm Dana Lash. I'm all, like, all salty. Also, if the kid lovable is, curmudgeon. If the kid's asking the teacher, like, about Sally's two moms or, you know, I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl, then the teacher just says, hey, you may want to talk to your parents about that. What is so hard about... Why don't you talk to your parents about this? Who are you, teach? Just stop. It's a, You realize that... Do I honestly think that some people on the left really believe that when you send... Because I know they do. When you send your kids to school, that you're giving them up. Here, you take them. It's not how this... That's not how this works. Good heavens. Welcome back to the show. As I said... 
I am. I'm aggravated at a couple different, a couple different things because I, I, you know, I was just telling you there's like this, this bit on the right and there's a number of people that are saying this and I've seen people talk about salted earth campaigns and everything else and, you know, where it concerns Disney and this and, you know, this, the, the bottom line is that parents have every right to be able to determine what their kids learn and what they don't learn when they learn it and what tone they learn it and them sending their children to public schools is not abdication of their duty or their parental sovereignty it's not and i assure as hell i'm not going to be lectured to about you know reckonings or vengeance or anything else by people who were fine with saying that these parents were literally murdering gay people because they wanted to have a little bit of control over what their kids are. Just, they wanted to have their consent. Their parents just wanted to be able to give consent. And apparently, according to the left, if you're expected, if parents, if you have to ask a parent for permission, then uh, that's literally just like killing gay people. It's literally killing the gays. <clears throat> so that's where I'm at. I was telling my husband a little earlier, I get so aggravated. I get aggravated by both sides. I don't want to get aggravated, you know, by my, I don't want to get aggravated by my, by some people on my own side, but I just want to, you know, I, I, I just, the same, the people who are like, don't go too hard. These are the same people who lectured us when we, when I was one of the uh, founders of the, modern day tea party these are the same people who lectured us about being too aggressive and too loud and too uncompromising and all of this other stuff and they sat in their their ivory tower think tanks and they wrote these edicts and they 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 appoint they're like self-appointed consciousness a self-appointed consciousness for the or conscience rather for the gop self-appointed bouncer i never saw these people in the street canvassing i never saw them in a phone bank. I never saw them at a fundraiser. I never saw them at, a, at anything. I never saw them at any event to do any kind of outreach. These people didn't come from the streets. They came from the halls of academia after they left their blue blood family homes. And then they did. There very much is that strain within the right. There's that strain exactly too in the left. Those, those typically are my people. I get aggravated. Because I see the people who do the least amount of work try to lecture all of us who do the, le the heavy lifting. And I get pretty damn Dagny Taggart about that. So there it is. Ah! All right. The masks. I was telling you that the Biden administration stupidly is uh, going to sue and try to get the mask. They're actually going to try to get the mask mandate, I guess, reinstated. I don't think that they're going to be successful in doing this, number one. And number two, why? Why? Why would, why? It's endemic and it doesn't do anything. They're going to do it anyway, right before elections. And speaking of which, Crystal ball, Sabato Crystal Ball, the analysis from UVA Center for Politics.org, which is pretty reliable. They're predicting 
that Republicans are going to take the Senate. Go ahead, Biden. You know what? Do, please do try to contest the removal of the mask mandate. Kane, we're here for this, right? Yes, ma'am. We are here for this. We're here for it. I'm all about it. Fight, 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 fight. I want to see it because I want them to lose the Senate. I'm all for it. The House seats, a lot of those... Senate races, these are a a little bit different in terms of the strategy, obviously, that goes into uh, Senate campaigns because House districts, a lot of that can be already determined by how they're districted. This is why there's all these fights over gerrymandering, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, the Center for Politics, a.k.a. what they call crystal ball, uh, there are three other things to consider when it comes to the Senate. National Republican Senatorial Committee Chairman Rock Rock Scott. His name would be so much cooler if it was Rock. Rick! A lot of people are fans of him and not fans of him. It's like very divided. Have you noticed that? They either like him or they hate him. He's got to roll out of his own agenda and uh, all kinds of stuff. Fundraising dominance displayed by three of the most vulnerable Senate Democrat incumbents. The most vulnerable Democrats, Catherine Cortez Masto out of Nevada. She's running against Adam Laxalt. She also apparently has like 7,000 different positions on Article on uh, Title 42. And uh, also she's, yay, defund the police. No, but don't. But yes, no, yes, no. Uh, is Yes, maybe is like the official stance on that. She's kind of all over the board with everything because she's too terrified to take a position because Laxalt is now out polling her. And then you have Raphael Warnock uh, down in Georgia who he's re- he calls himself Reverend, which just goes to show you that anyone can be a Reverend. I'm going to identify as Dr. Reverend Biologist from now on. Is it Dr. Reverend, Reverend Doctor? That sounds like, why is that not a, its own little Marvel series that Disney Plus can ruin? Where's that at? And then nobody knows if, what Trump's going to do. And then there's some questionable, a lot of people are upset over his endorsement of uh, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania, who apparently is not a Second Amendment guy. I haven't, I'm looking at, I'm, normally, I look at a lot of these, these primary races and I'm just trying, I'm trying to figure out because so, I get sent so much by other Republican operatives. I know what y'all are sending me. I just sit, I kind of just let it, you know, let it go. Because people are like, look at this. I'm sure you want to say something about this. I do think that the Dr. Oz stuff, that is a legit. And there's been a lot of discussion about that endorsement. Um, there's stuff that's going on in Tennessee. Yeah, and you got Republicans that are fighting against each other. So I don't know. You got like the stuff going on in Missouri, Missouri Senate. That's a whole other whole other bag of bricks. <laughs> grief. <laughs> but uh, Rick Scott is... There is some problems. The GOP finds him problematic right now because he is um, saying he's he's doing things that are not in keeping from what I understand with the national platform, uh, with the party platform. And that's, you know, you have the National Senate, uh, the National Republican Senate Committee, NRSC. They get involved in this and they're they're trying to figure out how they're going to allocate uh, funding for ad buys, et cetera, et cetera. And Scott is just apparently being problematic and he wants to do his own thing and not listen to nobody because you're not the boss of me. So I don't know. But he doesn't have, I don't know if he, I don't think he has DeSantis-like acumen. So there's a difference. Now, the thing with Nevada, I feel like Nevada, we're, we're just now starting to see the ascent of the Republican lead in that race. 
I really would like Laxalt to win, especially after Nevada went so hard blue and now everyone's just like freaking out and they realized what happened. So there's, but it looks right now, it looks very good for Republicans taking the Senate. Don't get, stop it. Don't girl shriek. Don't chuckle. Ha ha. Yeah, don't do it. Not ready yet. Look, Republicans are notorious for stepping on their own feet. You, you usually have like an October surprise, but then you also have like a September, uh-oh, and that's when the party does it to themselves. So just saying, don't get excited yet. I always say, I don't get excited about nothing until the ink is dry. The ink's got to dry, the check's got to clear. Then I get excited. Don't get excited about this. Nobody even signed nothing yet. There ain't no ink to dry yet. No check been writ. So there you go. But it is... You know, there's some, there's a, be optimistic. How about that? Be optimistic. Now, here's what is also hurting Democrats' chances. Whoo, 60%, according to Gallup, 60% of Americans are concerned about illegal immigration. Looking at the breakout of this poll, I think it's plus two, only plus, it's plus two Republican, but that's only plus two. Ooh, if it was plus two Dems, it would even be. Uh, wow. And they said that at first in March of 2006, get this, only 12% of Democrats were not at all worried about illegal immigration. 42 were worried a great deal. And then it was tied. Independents, the majority of independents are very concerned about immigration. Democrats and independents, the gap between how they're polling is so wide right now. That's a concern for them. Now, they also have a problem with how they're going to run if Biden runs again. He told Barack Obama he's going to run again. He'll be a one-term president. Because they ran him as a, a moderate. But look at his record in office, in White House. I mean, you could go by his record in the Senate, too. But just look specifically at his administrative policies. They're completely tailored to the far left. They cannot run him as a moderate again. That is damaging. In 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States. And now around 42% of all households in the United States have a firearm. People support the Second Amendment. For firearm enthusiasts, suppressors are a good idea when practicing at the range, indoors or outdoors. I mean, a suppressor doesn't silence your firearm, but it does help to protect your hearing. And even more so for those who like to spend a lot of time training with their firearms. My friends at Silencer Shop are the industry leader for suppressors. They're a Texas-based company and their customer reviews are awesome. So if you're new to shooting suppress, I want you to know that Silencer Shop has made the NFA process easy. Details are online at silencershop.com with free shipping and no transfer fees. And their suppressors start at just $365. Search Silencer Shop on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and spend more time at the range protected with a suppressor that's right for you. See their variety and how to get yours through silencershop.com. That's silencershop.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So, a couple of things here to get into. I saw this as it relates to well, Facebook or Meta or uh, yeah, Facebook. I'm still calling them Facebook. Sheryl Sandberg. They they say Meta Sheryl Sandberg. Wall Street Journal reports that she pressured Daily Mail, a British publication 
to drop Bobby Kotick reporting, uh, reporting on what he was doing. Bobby Kotick is the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Activision, remember this, they were purchased by the Communist Chinese Party's Tencent a few years ago. They came out with Call of Duty. I thought that was very interesting. Hmm. They were apparently the story, according to the Wall Street Journal, is that they were, and she was trying to, and she was lobbying Daily Mail to shelve this article. Uh, she's facing scrutiny. Her, well, it's her then boyfriend. I should say they're not together anymore. Uh, but she contacted the digital edition of Daily Mail because they were talking about a TRO that Kotick, uh, that had been obtained on Kotick by a former girlfriend in 2014. And Sheryl Sandberg had reached out to the Daily Mail to silence or to suppress that story. And then that became a story itself because, of course, it did. I thought that was kind of funny. You, you, cover up is always the worst thing ever. Why would you? Why would you even have a digital paper trail? Why would you even do that? Makes zero sense. Also, more Americans than ever are losing confidence that they will ever own a home, according to the Hill by way of a survey from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. They found that only 43% of renters believed that they'll ever own a home. It is the first reading below 50% in our nation's history, which is incredibly sad. And I said yesterday, and I wanted to talk about this more, 58% worry that their life choices could send them to hell. Two in three people say they're not afraid of what happens after death, but there are some people who are a little concerned. It was a survey of 1,000 people in the UK commissioned by Spirit Check, and they found 50% of respondents do believe in afterlife. Of this, 60% think that everyone experiences the same when they kick the bucket. But then they also said two in three believe scientists will never be able to tell us what actually happens. But some people are worried about going to hell. And they're, they're worried about their life choices. They are. I've seen Facebook. I'd be worried, too. I've seen y'all on Facebook. I'm kind of kidding. Uh, let's see. Appar- apartment residents are horrified after finding a woman's body in a box on the sidewalk. Oh, my gosh. This was in Houston. It was a brown U-Haul moving box sitting on the sidewalk. Right, and they said it smelled terrible. There were bl- there was blood coming out of it. The women did not want to be identified. They knew something was right. They called police. Police opened the box and found the decomposing body of a woman. They said they don't know how old she was or how long she has how long she's been dead. So they did arrest a man at a complex nearby when he was walking by investigators, but they don't know what kind of charges he's facing. Oh my gosh, that's like some that's a ho- that's a horror film. Stick with us. Never run out of coffee by joining the club with Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle Coffee Company was built upon the mission to serve coffee and culture to people who love America. As a veteran-owned company, Black Rifle Coffee Company delivers on that promise by developing explosive roast profiles with the same mission focus learned as members of the military, and they're committed to supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders. When you join the coffee club, you select your perfect roast, how much coffee you want, and how often you want it delivered, and it's all shipped right to your door for free. Not only do you save a trip to the store, but you also receive special discounted pricing. You gain access to exclusive products and partner brand discounts. Not sure what roast is best for you? Take the Black Rifle Coffee Quiz and get matched to the perfect coffee roast and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee. Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app, weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a political wedge issue, 
and an attempt to win a culture war. And they're doing that in a way that is harsh and cruel uh, to a community of kids, especially. I'm, I'm like going to get emo- uh, I'm gonna get emotional about this issue because I just it's horrible. But uh, but so you, you know, cry over nothing. Like kids. <laughs> who was the other person crying? I can't deal with it anymore. I cannot. I cannot stand my biggest pet peeve are people who do drama. I loathe it. Welcome back to the show. Dana Lash here with you, your lovable curmudgeon. I like I like when people are overly dramatic on Facebook. I'm like, geez, Manutley, stop it. Or on Twitter or somewhere else, and they go on and on and on and on and on about stuff. I just, just stop. I cannot deal with it. With politicians and people who are in D.C. Who was the person who cried about it? the other? Who was crying the other day? We made fun of them. Oh, my gosh, that one broad. The 43-year-old, she lied about her age again, apparently. She's not in her late 30s. She's in her 40s. Taylor Lorenz. So, I, I, she was the one who was crying. And I don't get it. Why is Jen Psaki crying here? Why? She's convinced herself that these kids are the victims of parental rights. Who is she to pass judgment on how someone else is parenting? Who is this broad to pass judgment on how someone else is parenting? That's what leftists do. You know, because she's uh, she has eons of experience parenting, or she's all up in everyone else's business parenting. Do you see, this is the difference between the right and the left. I don't care. As long as you're not abusing your children, which then I'll come at you. But I don't, I'm not going to get in your business because I don't. I'm busy. Kane, you busy man? You're busy man. You got busy man things to do, don't you? I mean, we're busy people. Steve is busy. He's Billy. You were grilling, weren't you? Didn't you? Was that the thing? You sent me a picture of something you grilled. You were busy grilling. Uh, Yeah, big old T-bone. Came out perfect. See? Look, he's busy doing perfect T-bones. He don't got time for this. None of us do. So I'm just saying... Who is this person to sit here and pass judgment on how we're all parenting? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Kane, I'm just going to come on and say I think we're probably better parents. I know I am. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm really snotty about it. My kids are wonderful. I just, why, I just don't understand why she's crying. She's like freaking out and crying over something that they get so worked up over things that aren't even real. You know what I mean? She's talking about parental rights and education again. Guys, it literally just says that parents need to be notified and their consent should be obtained before they start telling kindergartners through fifth graders about graphic sex. Okay, that's it. And these people on the left are infuriated over this. So, wait, are these people on the left okay with me coming in and teaching all their kids about guns? Dana's gun class. And do you know what we'll use as our one our main story as to what not to do? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just saying. They would freak out if their kids were getting taught about firearms in the school. Oh, yeah, my god! What if Sally asked the teacher, are guns fun? Then what? The teacher would have to tell them how fun guns are. Imagine a hunter's education course. You remember those? Did you? We had those in school when you were younger. Steve, let me ask you this. Did you have hunter's education? Did you have that offered in your school? Not in Virginia, didn't. See, I would be like, in Virginia? You would, right? Because Virginia's not Manhattan. 
I mean, aside from, you know, like Richmond and all of that, I mean, more populated areas, it's closer to D.C., but really, Virginia is like a beautiful, more rural area. I'm kind of shocked that they wouldn't for Virginia. We had hunter's education, hunter's safety. We had that in our class. Now, if you wanted to take the test and get your hunter's light, your little junior license, you could. I did that. You could, in junior high, I think I was in seventh grade or eighth grade, I can't remember. And you could take that little test and do it. I got a little uh, Hunter's orange pin and everything. And it literally was about being safe. And it was all about safety. It wasn't like, now here's how you go out and you kill you a bunch of deer. Get, get, get. It wasn't that. It was, this is how you do everything safely. I'm just, you know, it amazes me. If you were to do that in schools, oh my gosh. So all these parents that are all right that, you know, with with teaching kids and reading kids books about graphic penetrative intercourse. I, I mean, you ought to look at some of the materials. You're all right with me doing Hunter's education in your kids classes, right? Let's go on a field trip to the range, kids. They would lose their minds. I could hear it. I don't even have to imagine it. Oh, my gosh. Same people. Well, you saw it. We, we already saw that. They freaked out over SROs. They freaked out over that. You know how they would react. Jeez. I just don't know. Why is she crying? I'm just having a... Why is she crying? That doesn't make sense to me. See, people don't respond to this. They do not. They just don't respond to it. Okay, so... Here's something for you. Austin City Council, they're going to vote on a $1.18 million guaranteed basic income plan. If approved, 85 Austin, Texas families will receive $1,000 a month of taxpayer funds for a year. Uh, what? It's called Up Together. They're just going to... We call that welfare. That's what that is. That's welfare. Right? What else is this? Right. It's welfare that you don't even, do you even have to prove that you're poor? <laughs> How are the families determined? They said that the city councils expected to pass the measure. The one lone Republican on the, on the council, Mackenzie Kelly, District 6, says she's voting against it. She's like, I seriously question, she's smart, you can tell. I, I think the other ones are dumb. This is her quote. I seriously question the legality of this item under Section 3, Article 52 of the Texas Constitution, which makes the gift of public funds illegal. There are no strings attached to these monthly payments and no public benefit. I'm strongly against this item and will, and will fight it. No strings attached? No strings attached? What? So they said that the... They'll have analysis of, and survey and interview data, case studies with participants seeking to make recommendations, measure impact, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but it's a government, it's a basic income government funded policy. No strings attached. So apparently you wouldn't even have to prove that you're poor. You could just go out and be like, where's my money? Right? Oh my gosh. No strings attached. Now I was looking at some of this. Yeah, I mean, there's there 
because uh, they're they they're working with this California group that's been doing this. And there's even been questions about the California group and corruption and all kinds of stuff. Uh, it is, I'm looking for the name of the group that they were partnering with uh, up together. And they're going to administer the program. And then, Kane, after one year, they're going to analyze the results. So Regular cash 85 payments. 85 families for a year get 1000 bucks a month. Yes. They're uh, voting on this today. Austin's current homelessness, that's, there's more than 3,000 homeless in Austin right now. That's a, that's a low estimate, by the way. If anybody's ever been to Austin and seen their under the, under the bridge homelessness. Under the bridge of the yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, it's not great. It's actually pretty. You know, it's it's horrific to look at and and to see how these people are suffering. But somehow, giving no strings attached to eighty five families is going to solve something. I don't. I don't see it. I know some. I know a lot of people who they've done features on this. They deal with addiction and all of that. You know what? You know what? If if I was. Um, don't you think that if you're, if they're, especially if they're not evaluating whether or not these people are addicted to drugs or alcohol or something like that, because you're, they would spend the money on drugs and alcohol, wouldn't they? I mean, the ones who are who have addictions. I've seen. I watched this one documentary. It was it was uh, horrible. It was this mother who was who wanted to be homeless because she fell in love with this guy who's homeless, and then he got her addicted to drugs, and then she had a daughter that she had to give up, and the daughter was trying to get her mom out of being homeless and the mom wouldn't do it and she had no and then uh the family was giving her money and she turned right around and just bought more drugs <sighs> now here's the other thing the recipients have wide discretion on how they spend their money anything they pretty much want to the article i was reading another article on it it says food housing uh child care or anything else they need or desire Yeah. Hmm. Wow. They, they and they have to. They. It would begin this summer if it's passed. Taxpayer dollars in Austin. I can't believe that so many people still live in Austin. I have friends who are not on the left who live in Austin. They live in the outskirts, but they live in Austin nonetheless. I know a lot of people who live in and around Austin. Y'all are support. Y'all are paying for that. Whew. Now couple this with. More Americans losing confidence that they'll ever own a home. This was a headline that we had uh, last hour. A survey by the Federal Reserve found only 43% of renters think they'll ever own a home. First below 50 ever, ever from this survey. Because BlackRock's probably buying it all. (laughs) Really? Oh, my gosh. I remember when we were selling our house before we moved, I didn't, I was really uh, anxious about, like we would have, uh, and they have great. They have great offers. I think there was like a BlackRock affiliated affiliated company that was that had offered like uh, it was like ten over cash. And I'm like, no, I don't know you. I don't know you. You're just a company. It made me, you know. I was like, no, I'm not interested in that. Nope. It's weird.
Almost every day we hear about another major corporation that's gone woke, tormenting their employees with progressive propaganda and funding organizations that seem to hate the country and values and free speech and rights in the Constitution. So this is why I'm proud to support Patriot Mobile. It's America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers, so you get the same great service. Plus, you get the peace of mind that your money is supporting free speech, life, and liberty. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and they're 100% US-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations that fight for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, and first responder heroes. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with offer code Dana. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make that switch today. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Dana. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT today. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. So first up, a Florida bride and the caterer were arrested after a dozens and dozens of their wedding guests were got sick from weed-laced lasagna and desserts, including chocolate-covered strawberries and pudding shots. First off, a pudding shot is an evil thing. That's horrible. Alcohol in a pudding cup? Really? Ew. Ew. No. That is, those are two different types of textures. One's liquid. One's pudding. You just don't mess. Anyway, the bride. It's Dana with a Y. Thank you. Dana Savoboda. Savoboda. Yeah. And her caterer, Jocelyn Montranisi. Bryant. Face felony charges. Apparently, the guests didn't know. They got felonies. That said, they tampered with guest food, misdemeanor culpable negligence. Guests told police that after they ate the lasagna, pudding shots, and strawberries with bread, olive oil, and herb dip, they began to feel, feel tingly. It's Jocelyn Southern Kitchen Catering Service. Employees were already, were already getting into cars and trying to flee the scene when police arrived. Every guest tested. They tested every guest that was there, and they all tested positive for marijuana. And they said that they would prosecute whoever spiked the food. Uh, one woman allegedly... Believe, I, I don't know. I This is a whole crazy... Like, so then it gets crazy because there was a woman who had to be given something to calm her down at the hospital and there's all kinds of family drama and they said that uh, another asked the bride whether the food been laced and she said that she should have been excited as though she were being given a gift. That was her response apparently. Wow. Why would you do that? And also gross. Right? Why would you do that? Who does that? It's Bill Cosby vibes. Right? Like, who does Especially that? With the pudding. It was at the Springs Clubhouse in Longwood, 50 guests. And she said, one woman said she told the police she felt numb, helpless, and her mind was playing strange things in her head. She believed that her son-in-law passed away and her family hadn't told her. She, she started hallucinating. And they had to give her something at the hospital to calm her down. And another guest said, well, I had three glasses of wine and I ate two meatballs, Caesar salad, tortellini, and bread. And then my heart began to have race and I had crazy thoughts. It's literally a quote. I'm not making this up. God love him. How much wine do you have? I'm just saying. Anyway, I mean, it sounds like there was something other than weed. I don't think weed does. I'm not a weed expert or connoisseur, so I don't know. I don't think that weed does that to you. It sounds like something else was in there, too. Oh, my gosh. All right. So a uh, Florida man (laughs) hit a victim in the face with a vacuum cleaner. 
St. Petersburg, a Florida man is accused of hitting another man in the face with a vacuum. Daryl Jones of St. Petersburg was arrested last week, charged with felony battery. Uh, And he, according to Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, the victim walked into his home when Jones hit him in the face with a vacuum. The victim defended himself and hit Jones in self-defense. And then Jones climbed on top of the victim until... uh, he was and, and wasn't and the victim wasn't able to flee. Vic, a police said victim had minor injuries, swollen right eye, cut on his forehead, under his left eye. WFLA says his face is bruised. So the other dude is in jail. He was released though, apparently for I, I don't know. I guess he, he I guess he bonded out. There's no details on that. I don't really care. I just want to know what type of vacuum was it, and was it just like an attachment or did he legit hold up a whole vacuum and like whack him in the face? I mean, we've got questions. So this guy. This is one of the dumbest things I think I've ever seen and read. So this uh, this is in uh, uh, Riviera Beach, early hours of April 8th. And what ended up happening is Walter Koberski, Koberski, he's got 13 charges, including violently resisting arrest. So agents with Palm Beach, they were in a marked patrol car and uh, they saw a guy in a red TV in a red shirt. Uh, driving a white Mitsubishi and uh, he was blocking the southbound travel. He was, you know, it was travel traffic violation. Then they watched. He saw the cops and he lifted a clear glass pipe to his head and then lit it. He was smoking crack right in front of the cops. They, of course, arrested him after a chaotic chase. Third hour on the way. Folks, how much control do you really have over your finances? So lately, we've seen an all-out assault on freedoms and liberties by the government. Mask mandates, vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, everybody trying to limit whether or not you can even go to a grocery store or restaurant. And we've seen how quickly the government can infringe on your personal freedoms, and they do the same with your finances. This is why I believe in diversifying with gold. Gold is physical. Gold is tangible and gold is safe from government control and gives you true control over your wealth, control that isn't tied to government regulated financial markets. The folks at Legacy Precious Metals are the gold standard when it comes to investing in precious metals and their team of experts can counsel you on the best options for you and your family. Take control of your financial situation and call Legacy Precious Metals at 866-580-2088 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com and download their free investor's guide. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Solar and wind are less expensive than coal or oil or gas. They just are less expensive. And as as people are going to, and I think people are going to make choices based on economics. (laughs) What the hell does he know about economics? He he married into money. Well, his wife's late husband's money. That's John Kerry. Welcome back to the show. I'm Dana Lash. Good to good to be with you. I'm just we were can I just be honest? Like we were literally just watching videos of Mike Tyson beating up some dude on a plane the whole break. So I but I had to play this because solar and wind less expensive than coal or oil or gas. Really? You think solar's less expensive? How much of them solar how much of them solar plates, John? How much in plates go for? What about them rare earth ma- uh, materials, the rare earth metals that are required to make them plates? Hey, I wonder who has the monopoly on the. Oh, it's China. Yeah. What about that? What about what about 
The EV batteries, how much are those? And wind? What are we in Holland? Wind power. We're going to go and then we're going to use tulip stalks and craft ourselves some shelter. Shut up. Also, why subsidies? <laughs> if it's so cheap, why does the government need to subsidize the hell out of it? Look, I, I don't, again, I'm going to say this just for the record. I'm not against alternate forms of energy. And I'm not against EVs either. I love the fact that there's a Spaceballs-based Tesla Plaid model that goes ludicrous speed. I think it's great. However, don't sit here and pretend that you're greener than me because you just outsource your stuff to China. I don't care. If I get an EV, it's not because I care about the Earth. It's because I want to go fast, which I deemed significantly most, more important than, the, than just, you know. I'm a conservationist, not an environmentalist. And the difference is the cult-like requirement in order to be an environmentalist. And also because I can do math and I have sense. Uh, but... To that point, wind power seems like the crappiest of all the natural energies. And I say this because it's wind power. That's, you know, you're going back to like 1492 days here, right? And they're the giant sky blenders that they make. It's basically a giant upside down immersion blender for eagles. That's what they are without the guard on the sides. That's that's what it is. Just you up some eagles. (laughs) It's horrible, but that's what's happening. Oh my gosh, I can't deal. I cannot deal. It does feel like like we're going back in we're going back in time. Like they wanted us to use the crappy dish soap. They wanted us to use the worst the like the worst uh, light bulbs. They and then there was the tiny house thing that everyone was doing, which I thought was a total. I think that's ridiculous. I don't like that either. I'm a maximalist. Okay, like I want. Like I and I love gas and oil and coal. I love it. Love. I when I turn my car on, I want it to sound like a beast from hell. That's what I, I want. It, I want to hear it, right? I want to be terrified by the sound that my heavy door makes when it closes. Just saying. I don't want it to be hacked like like an upload. Not that it maybe can't, but somebody out there is going to do it at some point. I'm just saying. All right, so. Where to go? I want to talk about this. Uh, let's lighten it up for a minute. I don't know if you guys... I can't play the video. We can't play the audio of the video because it's bad. So Mike Tyson, he's in fist class. Ha 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 I meant he's in first class. And there's a dude behind him. I don't know if the guy... Is the guy behind him drunk? He looks it. I mean, how drunk do you got to be to annoy Mike Tyson? And where are these people coming from? And they're like, oh, Mike Tyson's so chill. You know, how annoying do you, must you be if you annoy him? He's never chill. He just has a, a, the voice of a chill guy. Right? Now, Keith, he just has a chill guy's voice. Well, apparently he was sitting in his seat and he was minding his business and the dude behind him does, he violates, it doesn't matter if you're famous or not, you don't aggravate the person sitting in front of you. He wanted a picture with Tyson, apparently. Tyson didn't want to give him a picture. And he would not leave Tyson alone. He kept going at it and going at it, kept aggravating him. And then one of his, one of the guy's friends was apparently recording it. And now sources close to Tyson say that the dude was super drunk and would not stop trying to provoke him. And so this was at like 1030. It was going out of San Francisco uh, to Florida. And Mike did take a selfie with the guy. With with the guy's friend. And then the guy's friend just kept trying to talk. Kept at it. Kept at it. And he was trying to like talk in his ear. And Tyson said stop it. Just chill. And the guy didn't. 
And then when he wouldn't leave him alone, Tyson got up and punched the, practically beat the dude's head off. Punched the dude literally like all in the head. He's got, he's just got blood all over him. Now the man is getting medical attention and then he went to the police like a pansy over the incident. He found out. I'm not even a fan of Tyson. I know he had a rough childhood, but he said some stuff and he's done some stuff and I'm like, eh. But honestly, he found out. And now you're going to go to the police because you're a pansy. That guy's weak. He's go- He messed with him. What did he think was going to happen? You know what? It's like he baited him into hitting him so he could sue him for monetary damages. And then he took all these selfies of him getting hurt. So, And I don't even think Tyson was hitting him hard. You know? You know how like when a dog plays with you and they just kind of gum it? Sort of like what Tyson was doing here. I just, it didn't even seem like he, you know. But if you're aggravating somebody on a plane like that, I mean, who among us? <laughs> I told you, I, I never actually punched anyone on a plane, but I did threaten to punch somebody on a plane. I told, I think I've told you guys this story. I was sitting in my seat and you know where you put your arms in and there's that gap where your elbows would go if your arms are on the armrest. And this dude, legit with his bare feet, I felt something cold and clean me touch my left elbow. And I looked, and it was this hairy, naked toe. It was this dude's nasty toe that touched my elbow. I didn't even say, excuse me, sir. I did nothing. I got up and turned around, and I said, if you don't take your feet off my armrest, I'm going to punch them off. And he looked at me, and I, was, and I think I was actually coming from L.A., and he looked at me, his eyes were big, and he just took his feet off. And I just turned around and sat back down. I didn't say another word. I totally would have, too. I would have punched his feet off. That's nasty. Nasty. Blah. So, yeah, who among us, right? And the guy looks like, he kind of looks like a doucher, doesn't he? He's got the toddler high and tight. Where it's like a fake, it's not even high and tight. It's a fake mohawk, kind of. I don't know. He kind of looks like a doucher. But he's drunk. And he starts, like, who does that? I'm going to go mess with Mike Tyson. He bit a man's ear off and tried to fight all the cops to try to arrest him. But, hey, you know, jeez. Oh, my gosh. Here's my other question that no one seems to be concerned about. When is he coming out with his own version of, like, the the Foreman Grill? Oh, yeah. It's the Tyson Grill. (laughs) When is he coming out with that? I'm just wondering. Oh, I just, and the guy was, I, if the guy, here's my, here's my prediction. The guy's going to sue, try to get millions of dollars from him, but he deserved it. And I hope that whatever judge or whatever jury is handling this case, sometimes people need to get told and sometimes they don't listen to words. And while you don't want to tell them with your knuckles, sometimes that's the only way a message can get through. You got to knead it into the surface of their head. I'm just saying. (laughs) What you done? You were Tyson Kane, right? You're really chill, though. You don't I, really get aggravated. No, I don't. And I think that... You're if actually you look at, chill, unlike him. If you look at the beginning of it, he was being chill in the beginning. Yeah, super cool. He was just like, dude, leave me alone. Come on, stop, stop. Yeah. And the dude just kept going. I mean, we all have our breaking points. And I don't think I'd be the guy that wants to test Mike Tyson's breaking point. It's like the guy that wants to reach in the fence for the tiger, you know, and pet the tiger at the zoo. It's why like, would you do that? What are you doing? And then their arm gets ripped off. Not, why would you do that? Well, you're not thinking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I I I don't know. I there is this um I don't know. There's just this thinking. I think and people feel like they can just, you know, aggravate somebody like that. I don't know. I hate this is why I don't like I can't this is why I don't like cruises. 
I've never been on a cruise ship. I never will be on a cruise ship. I can't even deal with being for a fraction of that time on a metal tube in the sky. I can't hardly handle it. <sighs> anyway, I have like so many plane stories, but we'll just keep it to that one. We're just going to keep it right there. Okay, so a couple other things that I want to make sure that we get to. I was kind of because we had a lot of a lot of heavier stuff. So we had to talk about the uh, we had to talk about the Mike Tyson stuff. All right, so this CNN Plus. I'm looking at this variety piece. They were open for they were well not open um, operational for one month. <laughs> one month after they were open. Warner Brothers Discovery is shutting down CNN Plus as of April 30th, says Variety. Hmm. It's the company's first, one of their first significant maneuvers since completing the merger of Warner Media and Discovery less than two weeks ago. The decision puts an abrupt end to an ambitious and aggressive venture that people familiar with the matter say rankled David Zaslav, the new CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, from the start. Zaslav was annoyed by the decision of Jason Kalar, the former CEO of Warner Media, when it was owned by AT&T to launch CNN Plus just weeks before Discovery was set to take over operations. But he was unable to communicate with Warner Media management owing to legal boundaries surrounding the merger process, reports Variety. They said that the decision is in line with WBD's broader direct-to-consumer strategy. Blah, blah, blah. It's because they suck. Just say it. And of course... It curtails CNN's efforts to join, as Variety notes, the TV news streaming wars being fought by NBC Universal, CBS, Fox, ABC, MSNBC is rolling out more opinion-led shows to try to get more subscriptions for Peacock, its corporate parent streaming outlet. Jeez. I really don't. Can I just be honest? I always think that the subscri- the, like the, the uh, television subscription things like that, where... The, of the cable news it's like where the drippings from the table go yeah. isn't it yeah. and then they try to package it up and act like oh this is premium content yeah. that's some sucker stuff it is i'm not saying you're a sucker but i'm like they think you are it it it, it very yeah they put all their good stuff on broadcast and then this is stuff that never would make it to air if they didn't have the digital i don't know i'm just i think that some of them are making some good moves I know, what is it, Fox? They put they start putting true crime on it. So I know people who don't like Fox who love true crime and they're doing Fox Nation stuff because they like true crime. The, can, I, can we talk for a minute about the true crime people? I guess some family members who are into true crime. They've gone to the, the things. You know? The true crime, like festivals. Look at this box of documents about these dead people and figure out who did it. And they are really into it. There's something about it. They're, I love that there are people that are really into it. Everybody's got their thing, right? They all have their thing. All right, so speaking of which, I was like, I was telling Kane on break, I have my, I, I'm getting killed endlessly in Elden Ring. And I made mention, and this is going to sound mean, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, maybe I shouldn't say it. It was the Daily Mail article where I just saw like what was going on with Madonna and her oh. visage. And I made the mention to Kane. I'm like, when I was creating my confessor class in Elden Ring, I screwed up the jaw because you have to shape their face and everything so it doesn't look like just like a block, basically. And I screwed up the jaw really bad and it looked like Madonna's face now. Is that, I'm just being, never mind. I don't mean to be mean. 
I'm back from the border and I'll tell you what I saw and why Biden's open border policies are a bigger problem every day. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I will detail the latest evidence of how Biden is spreading this crisis around the country. And I'll discuss the dystopian nightmare we're seeing in Shanghai, where people cannot leave their homes. What is really happening there? Join me. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So yeah, the uh, Florida Senate has passed the bill revoking Disney World's special status. Coming up, I'll play audio from the House in Florida, where... Some of the left lost their minds and were screaming and a hollering and everything else as they passed through the house and kicked it on over to Florida Senate. It's actually pretty ridiculous. Wait until you hear this stuff. Uh, let's see. I don't know if the cap- does the Capitol do they- these people talk to each other. So I saw this from a couple of different places. The Nationals baseball. They are they had a pregame demonstration that made the police evacuate the Capitol. They said that it was a plane that was carrying U.S. members of U.S. Uh, uh, carrying members of U.S. Army Golden Knights to parachute into the Nationals game, and the Capitol Police sent an alert to congressional staffers. The USCP is tracking an aircraft that poses a probable threat to the Capitol complex. Burp, over, and the uh, everybody lost their minds because nobody apparently talks to each other, and it was just that thing with the Nationals. That's it. Hillary Clinton asks a court to dismiss Trump's Russia Gate suit against her. Oh, I hope it goes through. Attorneys for the failed presidential candidate say the suit, which alleges that Clinton engaged in racketeering, which, I mean, where's the lie, and a conspiracy to commit injurious falsehood uh, about the former president's campaign ties to Russia, blah, 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 lacks merit. It doesn't lack merit. I mean, they've already been convicting people. One of the guys that worked with her at Perkins, uh, Perkins Coie that she hired. He's already been he's already been tried. So how are you going to sit here and say it doesn't have merit when other people are actually going to court for it and are under investigation? Uh, I'm going to say no to this. There's a new implant that can hack into the brain by going through your chest. Like literally hack. I thought this meant like, you know, like, I don't know. That's kind of terrifying. I, science is cool, but also what? Italy is also trying to control thermostat and they're limiting con- air conditioning during an, because of energy crisis fears. Ooh, Italy. Stick with us. Want a behind the scenes look at the Dana show? Subscribe to Dana's chapter and verse newsletter for a deeper dive in all things Dana at danalash.com. <laughs> That's the Florida House when they were. <laughs> Representative Fine, you're recognized to explain your bill. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. It seems as Mickey and many have joined us in the chamber today. That said, this is the bill that we discussed yesterday. Those are Democrats yelling. Members, we will either go into structured debate or we will call the previous question. Representative Renner, you're recognized for a motion. Here, Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. Representative Renner moves the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable and requires a majority vote. All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, no. Show the bill, show the motion passes. This is all about the law that, or what, or, or the revocation actually of Disney World's special tax status. And that those are Democrats screaming about it. Welcome back to the program. I'm Dana Lash. Good to be with you. I thought that, uh, I'm confused. 
I thought that Democrats were in favor of people paying their fair share. Yeah. Isn't that uh, it's what we've been told, right? Pay your fair share, pay your fair share. It's all we hear. Pay your fair share. So suddenly now, Democrats are not in. They're, so they're are they in, they're in favor of you paying your fair share, but they're not in favor of corporations paying their fair share. Okay, I get it. That doesn't sound like they're that's what they're freaking out over. Yeah. Disney has 38 lobbyists. This is what New York Times leads with. Disney employs 38 lobbyists in Florida's capital. Each election cycle, the company gives generous campaign contributions to Florida candidates from both sides of the aisle. And they say that they uh, Disney gets whatever it wants in Florida because they generate so much uh, local and state tax revenue. Here's the problem, though. There are a number of taxes they just don't that are building and zoning stuff that they just don't pay and don't have to abide by. And so this is not in retaliation. This is having Disney pay their fair share. And I thought that that's, again, and yeah, and they only generate sales tax. I thought this was something that the left wanted. I also thought the left was in favor of consent because the New York Times says that, oh, it's the don't say gay law. It's the parental rights and education law, affirming parental consent regarding sex education in elementary. So I guess that, you know, that's their against consent, too. And so and then you you. It's just crazy. Then you have this. I mean, people are going to they're going to look for the left is going to look for some kind of retaliation on this. Even though this, Disney decided, and look, this wasn't, I want to remind everybody, what Disney did, they, they, they smear parents as essentially, as, as literally murdering gay people. You can't even exist as a gay person. They took, not everything is about gay people, they took a bill that was about parents demanding acknowledgement and consent before ch- their children are taught things that they, the parents do not want their children taught yet. It's the parental rights and education. It had massive, there was a lot of support. There were, there were Democrats and Republicans working together to push this thing. Not in, even in the state house. I'm talking about activists. There were a lot of Democrats that did not want their kindergartners, first, second, third, fourth, or fifth graders being taught this stuff by teachers in school. You're not a biologist. You're a teacher. Right? When does, where, don't you love how the distinctions are situational? Yeah. And so the parents are attacked as literally wanting to murder gay people and smeared and everything else. And then they have the audacity to act like they're, that the parents are the ones that are the bullies in this situation. I mean, I read the law and I was reading it on air. It actually didn't forbid the teaching of any kind of gender education at all. It said parents have to approve of this stuff, which they absolutely do. For too long, parents have been run roughshod over, partly at their own fault, because parents didn't want to pay attention to what was happening in the schools. They didn't want to because they had a misplaced trust in those people. Parents thought that they could trust their educators. They thought they could trust the administrative officials. Not all of us, but a lot of parents did. And then lockdown happened, and they saw what their kids were being taught. They saw what their kids were learning. and They realized, oh my gosh, this is not right. This is about parents being the ultimate influencers in their children's lives and you had a corporation that said no parents disney actually tried to rob parents of their sovereignty 
And they went along with the smears and everything else. And they're shocked that as a result of turning against the people who enrich them, that they lose their special exemption that no other business in Florida enjoys. Nobody gets to skirt zoning and building like Disney does. No one gets to skirt certain taxes like Disney does. And now they're mad because they have to abide by the same rules as every other business. You know what else gets me? You know how easy, you're, you can be in high school going into college and you can get yourself a six-figure loan, but I'll be damned, you try to start a business in this country and it's tough to even get a five-figure loan. You tell me what's messed up. <sighs> infuriating. Absolutely infuriating. Disney was the one that did this. And so that was that audio that we played. Those were Democrats in the House freaking out about this. They were yelling and hollering and all this stuff. And this isn't, I mean, you could say that it's in retaliation and I'm fine with that. And I'm not running from the argument that, it, that robbing, that taking, making Disney uh, follow the rules that every other business gets to follow is retaliation. It absolutely is. I think it's not bad at all to say that. It is bad to portray parents as murdering gay people because they want to have influence in their child's classroom. I'd be more worried about how that sounds then I'd be worried about whether or not it looks like retaliation, Disney losing special status and having to follow the rules that every other business in Florida has to follow. I'd be more worried about the bullying that parents had to endure at the hands of a corporation and all the leftists who came out, politicians and celebrities and everybody else, people who haven't, had, didn't even read the bill. I'd be more worried about that than worried about this looking like an act of retaliation. Because it is. F-A-F-O. Disney's that guy in the video hitting Mike Tyson in the back of the head. Trying to get Mike Tyson's attention. Trying to get pictures with him. Disney found out. So I don't mind salt in the earth. You know why? Because you got to put bullies in their place. Didn't the left also hate corporations? Now they love them. I'm so confused. They're never consistent on a singular thing. We hate billionaires buying communications entities except for like Ted Turner and Jeff Bezos and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, all the people who own Time Magazine, The Atlantic, I could go on and on. <sighs> now, speaking of that, Elon Musk says that he has officially, he's got the financing for a leveraged buyout of Twitter. <sighs> Oh, remember the board of directors wanted to dilute the value of his shares. And I think that they actually thought he would probably back off. But no, he's like, no, I got financing now. So now he's got forty six point five billion. Remember, the first was forty three, forty six point five billion in financing to acquire Twitter. And I don't know how they're going to how they structure that deal. But an SEC filing today, uh, he listed three sources, uh, two the first two are loans from Morgan Stanley, $13 billion and $12.5 billion, respectively. And the third is an equity commitment of $21 billion from Musk himself. And so Twitter tried to make itself less. The poison pill strategy was them trying to make themselves look less attractive. They wanted to, it's almost like, um, it's like a, what an animal would do in the wild. Don't eat me. 
Look, I, I don't look tasty. The board, though, doesn't own a lot of Twitter. McCrane <laughs> goes, but they're made of food. The board doesn't own a lot of Twitter. The shareholders, and that's what they've been pushing to give the shareholders a decision, you know, the decision on this. But, oh, my goodness. I, um, I, I mean, the, he, he looks like, I mean, the, as far as the, the first two loans from Morgan Stanley, it looks like a, it looks like a safe loan because he's got the money. Oh, my goodness. And Tesla's doing really well. Not just because I'm considering buying an S-Plaid model, but I'm just saying it looks... Oh, I'm not even kidding about that either. I just... I told you my concerns. I needed, I needed to feel how it handles and, you know, I got some, you know, probably dumb questions to ask. I don't know. But this is... Ooh, I, I am waiting. I am so excited about this. Now, the Financial Times, they noted that... 85% of Musk's current stake in Tesla would be tied up from this. Because the lending agreements, that's what it would. So it, it, I don't know if that's risky for him or not. I was reading, so in their piece, they said the margin, this is Financial Times, the margin loan to fund a Twitter bid requires a pledge of nearly 59 million Tesla shares, 85% of his total stake. His remaining unpledged stock is worth about $25 billion at current prices. So if sold, allowing for an overhang discount, there'd be just enough to cover the cash component of the offer. It's a big ask. And they say such calculations ignore, you know, like the, you know, the 2018 bonus scheme, the final payout from Tesla's 2018 scheme. Um, they said the, the, each of the three branches do must give him the right to buy 8.4 million Tesla shares at $70, more than 99% discount. So he could actually... It's not really risky. It doesn't seem risky because he could actually own a lot more than he owns now. So, ooh, and so now here's Twitter. And yeah, and he doesn't have to give his shares up either. That's a good point. Thank you for the, that point too, Kane. He doesn't have to give his shares up. So what is, what do you, I wonder, how do you think Twitter's going to react? <sighs> I mean, we know what they should do if they were smart, but they're not smart. This is like, you've been served. Now, what are you doing? What's your next move? This is going to be a movie someday, isn't it? Like a Howard Hughes, Tony Stark kind of thing with a little Gatsby thrown in. I don't know. But we'll see. Well, I mean, this is money is where it's at. And he just put up. It's a put up or shut up. So let's see what Twitter does. But I don't think that they have like a, I I don't think that they're going to be able to outmatch him. I really don't. This is fun to watch. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. Got to wait for the gong. Yeah. Telling you. Oh, Black Betty. So uh, I wanted to read to you the president from the statement from former President Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America, on the news that CNN Plus has folded. This is literally his statement fresh out 40 minutes ago. Quote, Congratulations to CNN Plus on their decision to immediately fold, caps lock, for lack of ratings or viewers in any way, shape, or form. It was like an empty desert out there, despite spending hundreds of millions of dollars and the hiring of low-rated Chris Wallace, 
a man who tried so hard to be his father, Mike, but lacked the talent and whatever else is necessary to be a star. In any event, it's just one more piece of CNN and fake news that we don't have to bother with anymore. From the desk of Donald J. Trump. This is statement I want it injected. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can tell when he's dictating. You can tell when it's in his he's like yelling it across his office. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh, I love it. So that's uh well he gets to I think he should enjoy. There's a little shot in Freud there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, here's CNN's newest. This is that kind of stuff they were pushing on CNN Plus, too. A new study shows the TV and movie industry isn't doing enough, nearly enough on the screen to keep the climate crisis in everyday conversation. Also, I have a question about the grammatical structure of this sentence. Are they keeping the TV and movie industry separate or is it just like a combined because there could be like the is or aren't or, you know, depending on how they were treating it. Plural or singular. I don't know. See, nobody, I don't know, nobody cares. Netflix is struggling too, so who knows? Who knows? Although Stranger Things is supposed to come out soon, isn't it? Are you going to be interested anymore? Because those kids are going to get older and I'm going to stop caring. Yeah, I think eventually. You lose the childlike wonder. Like when we were watching it, it was like, you know, the same feel that you get from like Goonies and stuff, you know? I think Stranger Things is like, is this generation's, our kids' generation's, it's like But it's such an 80s nostalgic type of, you know, show that that's why I like it so much. Yeah, although now they're gonna they're gonna start rolling into the nineties though. I'm just saying. I mean they're getting they're getting close to that. So, so they'll be wearing flannel and bell bottoms and stuff. Being in gr- oh gosh, bell bottoms are just bell bottoms are the curse of the pant world. They're really dumb. It's like nobody I don't I don't like them. I don't like anything that like is a dress around your lower leg. It's weird. I've never understood it. Never. I, there, I don't understand bell bottoms. I don't understand giant platforms because everybody looks like a Clydesdale. The 90s were just like flannel and baggy. That's You had to have baggy everything and flannel. That's like literally I, what the yeah, 90s were. I stole all my stepdad's flannel shirts. Every one of them. And I'd wear them and he'd be like, where's my shirt? I had it. I have it. That's why. You can't just, you couldn't just like go and buy a flannel shirt. It had to look worn. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Yes. Uh, do I need to let you do today's stupidity? Sure. Okay. Sure. All right. So this is MSNBC's Dr. Patel. She even admits what she's saying so sounds crazy. So let's just hear. If people want to stay safe, the best thing they can do, high quality masks, and that when possible, carry some extra masks. I know this sounds crazy, yes, but does. if you tell someone next to you on a plane, pay a 95 and just say, or surgical mask and just say, I've got an elderly mother at home. I've got a child with then cancer at home. Why are you on the plane then? It's so dumb. Why, why aren't you protecting your elderly mother at home? Do you and let us do us. Just yeah. leave us alone. If you're that worried about it. Such I mean, you're wearing your take. mask. I thought your mask worked. Either your mask works or it doesn't work. It doesn't like send out a home. It doesn't ping everyone else's masks <laughs> and then all their masks and then determine to work based on whether or not someone is wearing theirs. The logic is so dumb. Plus on a plane, they have HEPA filtration that turns over every couple, three minutes. So on a plane, stop, Karen, stop. Oh my gosh, tomorrow's Friday, guys. Friday, we made it through a very weird week. I know. So make sure you sign up for that newsletter, chapter and verse. They send all kinds of good stuff out to you. And I'll be back behind the mic with you tomorrow.